Section 2 of The Little People of the Snow by William Cullen Bryant. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. And now the white walls widened, and the vault swelled upward like some vast cathedral dome, such as the Florentine, who bore the name of heaven's most potent angel, reared long since. O oh, the unknown builder of that wondrous fane, the glory of Burgos! Here a garden lay, in which the little people of the snow were wont to take their pastime, when their tasks upon the mountain side and in the clouds were ended. Here they taught the silent frost to mock in stem and spray, and leaf and flower, the growths of summer. Here the palm upreared its white columnar trunk, and spotless sheaf of plume-like leaves. Here cedars, huge as those of Lebanon, stretched far their level boughs, yet pale and shadowless. The sturdy oak stood, with its huge gnarled roots of seeming strength, fast anchored in the glistening bank. Light sprays of myrtle, roses in their bud and bloom, drooped by the winding walks, yet all seemed wrought of stainless alabaster. Up the trees ran the lithe jessamine, with stalk and leaf colorless as her flowers. Go softly on, said the snow maiden. Touch not with thy hand the frail creation round thee, and beware to sweep it with thy skirts. Now look above, how sumptuously these bowers are lighted up with shifting gleams that softly come and go. These are the northern lights, such as thou seest in the midwinter nights, cold, wandering flames that float with their processions through the air and here within our winter palaces mimic the glorious daybreak then she told how when the wind in the long winter nights swept the light snows into the hollow dell she and her comrades guided to its place each wandering flake and piled them quaintly up in shapely colonnade and listening arch with shadowy aisles between or bade them grow beneath their little hands to bowery walks in gardens such as these and o'er them all built the broad roof but thou hast yet to see a fairer sight she said and led the way to where a window of pellucid ice stood in the wall of snow beside their path look but thou mayst not enter eva looked and lo a glorious hall from whose high vault stripes of soft light ruddy and delicate green and tender blue flowed downward to the floor and far around as if the aerial hosts that march on high by night with beamy spears and streaming banners to that place had brought their radiant flags to grace a festival and in all that hall a joyous multitude of those by whom its glistening walls were reared whirled in a merry dance to silvery sounds that rang from cymbals of transparent ice and ice cups quivering to the skilful touch of little fingers round and round they flew as when in spring about a chimney-top a cloud of twittering swallows just returned wheel round and round and turn and wheel again unwinding their swift track so rapidly flowed the meandering stream of that fair dance beneath that dome of light bright eyes that looked from under lily brows and gauzy scarfs 
sparkling like snow wreaths in the early sun shot by the window in their mazy whirl and there stood eva wondering at the sight of those bright revellers and that graceful sweep of motion as they passed her long she gazed and listened long to the sweet sounds that thrilled the frosty air till now the encroaching cold recalled her to herself too long too long i linger here she said and then she sprang into the path and with a hurried step followed it upward ever by her side her little guide kept pace as on they went eva bemoaned her fault what must they think the dear ones in the cottage while so long hour after hour i stay without i know that they will seek me far and near and weep to find me not how could i wickedly neglect the charge they gave me as she spoke the hot tears started to her eyes she knelt in the mid-path father forgive this sin forgive myself i cannot thus she prayed and rose and hastened onward when at last they reached the outer air the clear north breathed a bitter cold from which she shrank with dread but the snow-maiden bounded as she felt the cutting blast and uttered shouts of joy and skipped with boundless glee from drift to drift and danced round eva as she laboured up the mounds of snow ah oh, me i feel my eyes grow heavy eva said they swim with sleep i cannot walk for utter weariness and i must rest a moment on this bank but let it not be long as thus she spoke in half-formed words she sank on the smooth snow with closing lids her guide composed the robe about her limbs and said a pleasant spot is this to slumber in on such a couch oft i have slept away the winter night and had the sweetest dreams so eva slept but slept in death for when the power of frost locks up the motions of the living frame the victim passes to the realm of death through the dim porch of sleep the little guide watching beside her saw the hues of life fade from the fair smooth brow and rounded cheek as fades the crimson from a morning cloud till they were white as marble and the breath had ceased to come and go yet knew she not at first that this was death but when she marked how deep the paleness was how motionless that once lithe form a fear came over her she strove to wake the sleeper plucked her robe and shouted in her ear but all in vain the life had passed away from those young limbs then the snow maiden raised a wailing cry such as a dweller in some lonely wild sleepless through all the long december night hears when the mournful east begins to blow but suddenly was heard the sound of steps grating on the crisp snow the cottagers were seeking eva from afar they saw the twain and hurried toward them as they came with gentle chidings ready on their lips and marked that death-like sleep and heard the tale of the snow-maiden mortal anguish fell upon their hearts and bitter words of grief and blame were uttered cruel cruel one to tempt our daughter thus 
and cruel we who suffered her to wander forth alone in this fierce cold they lifted the dear child and bore her home and chafed her tender limbs and strove by all the simple arts they knew to make the chilled blood move and win the breath back to her bosom fruitlessly they strove the little maid was dead in blank despair they stood and gazed at her who never more should look on them why die we not with her they said without her life is bitterness now came the funeral day the simple folk of all that pastoral region gathered round to share the sorrow of the cottagers they carved away into the mound of snow to the glen's side and dug a little grave in the smooth slope and following the bier in long procession from the silent door chanted a sad and solemn melody lay her away to rest within the ground yea lay her down whose pure and innocent life was spotless as these snows for she was reared in love and passed in love life's pleasant spring and all that now our tenderest love can do is to give burial to her lifeless limbs they paused a thousand slender voices round like echoes softly flung from rock and hill took up the strain and all the hollow air seemed mourning for the dead for on that day the little people of the snow had come from mountain peak and cloud and icy hall to eva's burial as the murmur died the funeral train renewed the solemn chant thou lord hast taken her to be with eve whose gentle name was given her even so for so thy wisdom saw that it was best for her and us we bring our bleeding hearts and ask the touch of healing from thy hand as with submissive tears we render back the lovely and beloved to him who gave they ceased again the plaintive murmur rose from shadowy skirts of low-hung cloud it came and wide white fields and fir trees kept with snow shivering to the sad sounds they sank away to silence in the dim seen distant woods the little grave was closed the funeral train departed winter wore away the spring steeped with her quickening rains the violet tufts by fond hands planted where the maiden slept but after eva's burial never more the little people of the snow were seen by human eye nor ever human ear heard from their lips articulate speech again for a decree went forth to cut them off forever from communion with mankind the winter clouds along the mountainside rolled downward toward the vale but no fair form leaned from their folds and in the icy glens and aged woods under snow-loaded pines where once they made their haunt was emptiness but ever 
when the wintry days drew near around that little grave in the long night frost wreaths were laid and tufts of silvery rime in shape like blades and blossoms of the field as one would scatter flowers upon a bier end of section two end of the little people of the snow by william cullen bryant